0: Grace and peace be with you. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, uh, we want to welcome you to Kainos Church. Um, this is our podcast, where you can find our sermons. Uh, recorded here online uh, we thank you for listening to them and for um, processing them and if you'd like to join us live uh, in person uh, you can come join us at seoul main uh, SCA institute in seoul south korea um, our gatherings are at 11 a.m uh, and we would love to see you and meet you and join uh, have you join us And so we welcome you, and today's conversation starter is brought to us by Pastor Joe, and he'll be speaking on Matthew 5-4. Blessed are those who mourn. Good morning. Uh, before we listen to God's word, I'd like to introduce some you know, guests. Uh, as you see here, we can just you know, see some you know, young, handsome gentlemen. To us, so that we can just imagine. In- hi, hi, everyone. My name is Justin um, from the United States, California, Essentially. Nice, to- nice to meet you. Hello, uh, I'm Joshua, I'm his brother, and I'm from the United States as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome. And, uh, So uh, I'd like to just welcome all of you this morning. Alright, uh, let's read the Bible verse together once again from Matthew 5, 4. Ready? Go! Bless Blessed are uh, those who mourn, for there will be comfort. This is a really famous Bible verse from Matthew. Everybody knows it. But we're just going to go into deep. We need to just understand the Beatitudes. Um especially about the blessings that God has given us. Alright, um, have you ever heard about this term, Sympathic Crime? Sympathic Crime. When you go to the nursery, especially the place where newborn babies are, you should be very careful. You know the reason why? If you do something wrong, babies will start crying. That will be a big problem. But the thing is, the babies are very compassionate. Even on the first day after they are born, they can sympathize. They are really good at sympathizing. It means that they also started crying in sympathy with each other. As I just told you before, when you go to the hospital, especially the nursery, Nurses, they usually call this place as a minefield. They should be very careful not to make one baby cry. If one is upset about something, they will start to cry. And then, one baby cries, the others will just follow them, cry together. So, I'm just going to play a video clip to you. You can just see what, what it means you can see three babies and they are playing together but something happened to them. this baby in the middle but when this baby cries together it's going to do something different They are genius. They are all genius. Our God is so wonderful. He put this compassionate DNA in us. Even the babies, they can do this. They can distinguish the difference between the sounds of their own cries and the cries of other newborn babies. And they can respond with distress when they hear cries of like this. In one study, one day old baby was more likely to cry when they heard an audio tape of other newborn babies in distress. But the thing is that researchers recorded their own cries and played back to the audio to the newborn babies when they heard recording of their own cries, the newborns didn't respond. How is this possible for the babies? It is because of a certain neuron. It is called mirror neurons. When we see, when we hear, when we feel something, this neuron acts like a mirror and helps us understand the actions of others and prime us to imitate what we see, what we hear, and what we feel. So it just helps us dissolve the barrier between us and someone else. It is from our God. It is a gift from our God. Compassionate. Compassion. So let me just read a very famous quote from the Ministry of Healing. Our Jesus, our Lord is a good example to us. He who took humanity upon himself knows, how to sympathize with the sufferings of humanity. He knows how to sympathize with the sufferings of us. He can sympathize us. Not only does Christ know every soul and the particular needs and trials of that soul, but He knows all the circumstances that chef and perplex the spirit. He knows everything about us, so that's why Moses, or you know, confessed like this from uh, Exodus thirty-four verses: "The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. He is the compassionate God. Whenever we are in pain, whenever we suffer." suffer from all the pains in our lives he sympathizes so let, let us just you know, read the uh, bible verse from psalms 130 uh, 130 verse 16 let's read it together ready go The Lord has compassion on those who fear Him. He is a very compassionate God. So that's why we can just call our God as a compassionate Father. So let me just give you an illustration from a very famous event written in the book of Matthew. You know the story about uh, feeding 5,000 people, and uh, 5,000 people. For three days they just you know, they, are, they were with Jesus. So Jesus just you know, cared about them. So let me just you know, read the verse. For these three days, uh, for three days now, they've been with us and now they have nothing to eat. Jesus, you know, Jesus cared about the people who didn't just you know, eat for three days. So when he just, you know, saw this situation, he just you know, said like this, I I hurt for these people. Because He is a compassionate God. When you see the people in pain, when you see people in hunger, He hurts for these people. And that's why Jesus called His disciples to Him and said like this, I do not want to send them away Jesus was very compassionate. But what about the disciples? The disciples responded, was not like Jesus. Well, not like Jesus. They just said like this. His disciples answered, Where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? They only just saw the situation. They only saw the circumstances. Even though Jesus was there, they never just cared about that. Only they only solved the problem. They cannot just fix it. So that's why he they just you know answer like this. Where could we get enough bread in this remote place? They never care about the people. Even though they are hungry, they never care about that. They're not compassionate. They're not like Jesus. So let me just you know, play a video clip for you once again to illustrate this you know story. When there is someone coming to you and say like this, I'm so hungry, I haven't just eaten for some days. How would you respond? How would you say to them? How would you just say you know, do to this person who didn't eat for three or four days? What are you going to do? When a stranger just you know, comes to you and just asks if he can get some food from you, while you are eating something at a cafeteria, Not the whole food, but some food, extra food, like leftover. What would you do? Majority of the people said, no, they never care about the person who comes to you and asks some help from you. Even though he said he was so hungry, I can understand that, but you are a stranger, I can do something to you. That is the response from majority of the people. And that's the seeder Excuse me, sir. Are you hungry? Because we we actually just bought some food to give to someone, and uh, we were wondering if you would like it. I mean, it's two burgers and fries and a drink. Would you like it? Yeah, of course, man. Of course. Have a good day, man. Hey, I, I'm just paying it forward and I'm, I'm actually just helping people that are in need. And you know, I want to give you some te- like 10 bucks, so you yeah, know, you can. Yeah, no problem. I No, You He know, gave you $10 for free. Have a great day. I'm not from around here, man. No, where are you from? I'm oh, okay. How'd you get out here? You don't, have to like a, like, no, you don't have to have a the, the dollar, right? I can have yes, a dollar. Yeah, He's a doll. asking if you, you can, can give one so yeah. <laughs> dollar. Yeah. No. Hey, thank you, Appreciate it. Don't worry about it. Thank you. What's your name? Jimmy. Jimmy. Jeremy. Jeremy. Oh, hey, Jimmy, take care of You have a good one. Thank you. He didn't ask him to leave. He didn't treat him like a stranger. He just welcomed the guy and he shared the food with a total stranger. And this homeless guy, he freely gave one dollar out of ten bucks, which he got. It is because he had a compassionate heart. He can sympathize with the people around him. He knew how the young guy was feeling, how hungry he was, how desperate he was. He could sympathize with the guy who is in need. Those homeless guys didn't just feel sorry for the young people, they actively shared the thing they got. This is the true spirit of compassion. Not just an emotion, but a practice. Once again, not just the emotion, but a practice. Put it into our action. Active help for the people. This is a true compassion. So that's why I really like this single phrase. Sometimes, those who have less, give more. Even though we have enough things with us, we don't know how to share with the people around us. We want to just keep them all, only for us. Let's go back to the story, feeding 5,000 people. Jesus said like this, I can't send them away without a meal. They'd probably collapse on the road. They'd probably collapse on the road. That's why Jesus cannot just send them away. He wants to feed them. He wants to feed them because He is a very compassionate. He knows how to give compassion to the people around Him. But the, but the disciples, they act very differently. This is a remote place and it's already getting late. send the crowds away so they can, they can go to the village and buy themselves some food. And it's not our responsibility. We don't have to care for them. They can do their own, on their own. Why do we have to feed them? It is not our business. They just acted like this. But Jesus told them, we should give something. Because we have something we can share with them. Compassion. This word comes from Latin word. That is compati. It means to suffer with. Compassion means we need to suffer with the people around us. When Jesus sees the people who are struggling, he suffers with them. When he saw the crowd who were hungry, he suffered with them. He didn't just ask them to leave and find your food on your own. He knew and he understood the emotions so much because he was in that situation before. When, when he was in the desert for 40 days fasting, 40 days and 40 nights, he didn't eat. That's why he could understand. That's why he could sympathize the people who are hungry. That left him of course in the state of extreme hunger. He was in that situation before. So that's why he wanted to give something. He wanted to give some food to the people who are in hunger. Hunger. He was in the wilderness. He was hungry. He was suffering from the loneliness. He empathized the crowd. That's why He said, I hurt. I hurt for these people. He said to the disciples like this. And this word comfort Comfort means a very special meaning. It consists of two words. Come and Fortis. As you all know, come means together. Together. And Fortis it means strength. Therefore, the meaning of the word comfort is to strengthen, be- uh, strengthen people greatly. Comfort means we need to strengthen some people greatly. So when we just say comfort someone, it means we should give strength. We should give some power to the people who are in need. Not just saying a word, I'm so sorry to hear that it is not that, oh poor you, Not just saying a saying. We should practice. We should just you know, give our help. we should give our strength, we should give our power, we should share our innards, we should share our time. Sitting next to the person and supporting him with all you can do, that is a real comfort. And make the people strong again. This is a real comfort. Let me just read the Bible verse the, uh, from the book of Matthew 5.4. We just read it when we started our sermon. But this is a different version. This is uh, from mes- message written by using Peter Peterson. You are blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. Even though you feel like you you lost something. But in that moment, you will be embraced by the one most dear to you. So sharing is not losing. Sharing means you can get something more from the great one. So I want to sing a special song for you this morning. Uh, It's called, He Knows My Name. In the lyrics, I really want to just share uh, the thoughts. We just to share it. Let me just ask the question after we just sing this song together. Uh, if you know the song, please sing. With me. smiling, this sound He knows all the pain we have now so, and He hears us when He calls Him. So just like a compassionate Father, we need to do something to the people around us who are in pain, who are in suffering. So I strongly urge you to follow Jesus' example. We need to just hurt for the people around us when they just have some problems in their lives. And we should share the things we have freely. So I strongly urge you to just you know, follow our loving father's example. So we we were just gonna you know, go into our you know, small group discussion. So when you just have a problem our uh, programs, there are some you know, questions we should just you know, discuss together. So we're just gonna you know, divide into uh, three different groups so that we can just you know, share uh, the. Thoughts. We just gonna learn from the you know, message. So Matthew, Rachel, and Brian they're going to leave the small group. So that they uh, they will just gonna come. We'll divide into three groups.